Hey everyone, welcome to Underwear News Briefs, the podcast. I am Tim, the editor, coming at you again. And tonight we have, or today, whenever you listen to this, we have a very good podcast from Sean, who is the owner and creator of Aussie Bomb. He took time out of his busy schedule to talk to us, and it was a riot. I had a lot of fun talking to Sean, and hopefully we'll have him back on to talk about some more of his line and how they came up with it and some of the new underwear they're coming out with that he's going to tell you about. So we didn't go into too much detail, but he gave us enough hint to leave us some teasers till uh, next year. So 2010 is going to be a big year for him. And without any further ado, here is the podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. And today's podcast, we have Sean from Aussie Bum, which has become one of our blog's favorite underwear. So how are you doing today? I'm very well, Tim. How's yourself? I am good. We're glad to have you on. I want to thank you for taking time on your schedule to talk to us. Oh, uh, not a problem. Actually, I should say, g'day, mate. How's it going? As an Australian would say. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, I will say we've gotten some of your underwear and reviewed it on our site, and it's become one of our favorites. We've had guys who have had your underwear before and other guys who haven't, and everyone yeah. just loves it. So, I've got to say, like, when, when the company first started, never, ever in a million years did we imagine the brand to become as popular as what it has around the world because the way it started was for very, very simple local means, not ever thinking that um, people around the world would actually want to buy it or even, you know, have it as part of their um, their fashion, so to speak. So yes. for us, it's very exciting to hear that. Well, it's, I know it's starting to take off really big here in the States. Because everywhere yeah. you turn, everyone's like, Aussie Bomb. Because when I originally said we got some to review, everyone was like, oh, my God. I haven't gotten it yet. I want to know all about it. So I was like, we'll tell you. Don't worry. So it's, been- I think it's also because we live in Australia, which is so far away from the rest of the world, that when we're in our own office and uh, now we've got about, in the main offices, about 40, 40 people. And then we manufacture locally in Australia as well. Mm-hmm. We have our own factories. So we've got about, call it 150 people, and being so far away, we actually don't get to hear or see the impact of what people think about the brand. So we're kind of doing our own thing and having fun with it, and it's not until I hear comments like yours that we sort of step back and go, ooh, wow, yeah, (laughs) didn't realize. Because when you came out with the clan a while back, John on our site's like, I've got to have a pair. Which one? The clan. Oh, yeah, the clan. (laughs) Gotta have a pair. And we always go back and forth. Every time you release something new, we'll be on uh, instant messenger going back and forth. Did you see this? I think it's also because because we're a very creative company and that you see in the videos and also in Mm -hmm. the the advertisements and that, that it's one thing to create the product, which we, we come up with these harebrained ideas and turn them into reality but then what we do is we try and put a story behind it so uh-huh. actually try and give the product substance and the clan is a good example where i was really into tartan sort of look very scotty sort of styles and the clan really came from the concept of a man's kilt and going what's under a man's kilt and it was just the, the i guess the australian dry humor of creating these names that create these visual ideas yes. so when guys actually um, wear them it gives them a bit of a chuckle as well yeah that one i saw it and i was like oh that's just very cool 
Because yeah. not <laughs> not you. many people outside outside underwear have used plaid. I mean, it's just, <laughs> oh, you have like Burberry, but that's they are plaid. Yeah. But anyone else, yeah. I have not seen plaid in, in that store in that style <laughs> ever. I tell you, there's some really interesting things coming up. We're experimenting with new fibers. So there's a lot more natural fibers, like at the moment you see in the market, bamboo uh, and those sorts. Whereas I can tell you there's about, I can't actually give you the names of them because they'll be the first, or I guess a world first in what we're creating. Um, But products that you may normally eat. (laughs) Oh, nice. Yeah, these are things that you may actually find you're wearing um, as a fiber in your underwear that is um, very organic, but also an incredible um, incredible product to wear, just the feel and the handle of it. Oh, very nice. Yeah, because uh, next year for us, yeah? Well, I've noticed in the last year or so, people are branching out of what they make underwear out of, like you said, the bamboo, and everyone yeah. keeps going further and further. So it's been really yeah. cool seeing what everyone comes out with. I think from our point of view, one of the – and 2010 is a really interesting year for us because it also is the start of our 10th anniversary. Believe it or not, we'll be 10 years old, wow. which has gone so fast. And we really decided to stop for a moment and go, you know, what is Aussie Bum all about? You know, what does it stand for? And from our point of view, it's we wanted to have it more than a company that's just a name and something that we've had to deal with locally because of everyone now manufacturing in China or mm-hmm. Thailand or, you know, these countries that, you know, are producing things awfully cheap, but also the labor cost is so cheap, yes. uh, which we... Um, in all honesty, don't support. That's why we manufacture here. And 2010 for us is where we're going to start talking about our values and that being, you know, what does the brand stand for and, you know, what does it mean to people? And apart from the, we're always going to push the push it to the edge, the sexiness and the cheekiness mm-hmm. of, our, of, of us as a brand, but we also want to start pushing, I guess, the environmental issues as well in terms of mm-hmm. looking for solutions to products that um, that are going to be healthy for the environment, but also more healthy for the person wearing it. Um, and so what we're doing now is going through a whole, um, I guess, cross-check and checking stage of, like, even checking our inks, have they been mm-hmm. animal tested? Are they animal tested? And if they are, removing those, which thankfully to date they haven't been. The dyes that we use, um, you know, on our fabrics, what impact does that have on the environment and looking for suitable solutions or options for that? Same as with the cottons. Instead of mm-hmm. uh, going for a traditional cotton, we're looking at organic cottons. And those are cottons that are basically not impacting the environment through mass um, harvesting and those sorts of things that affect the environment. And because we're manufacturing in Australia, we also want to keep with our values of being, you know, our name is Aussie Bum, so we should be made in the country that we're marketing ourselves as being from. Um, So that's going to see us always manufacture in Australia. Yet at the same time, it's not going to stop us from, you know, scouring the world looking for the best fabric um, and that's something that we're not about to compromise on either because selling via the internet, and which many people would probably know we also sell in retail, but selling via the internet allows us um, to sell a product that is 
typically cost us a lot more to manufacture, say, in comparison to another brand, but we can still sell it at a cost-effective price because Mm -hmm. we're taking out the middleman. Um, And so that, hopefully, we're going to start to see more innovation, but a lot more of the reasons what Aussie Bum stands for in 2010. That's going to be great. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Well, after 10 years also, you kind of, um, like I've got to say, it's been it's been a roller coaster sort of ride for us because, you know, we really grew up in front of all of our customers. And I've got to say that, you know, those that have been there from the beginning or even the first few years, many have stood by us so strong-willed in the belief of what we were doing. And that loyalty is something that we're never going to ignore or walk away from. And I think that's why we still want to present a very cheeky, sexy, mm-hmm. but very honest reality of who we are. And when we, for the lack of a, lack of a better word, stuff it up, um, <laughs> we always want to be in a position where we can go, oh, we stuffed it up, or um, um, oh, we, we did that a bit too much. And our customers are also very good at responding when we've done something right but also when we've done something not so right. And we love the fact that um, that we're a brand that's very close to the hearts of people, but um, that they have stood by us, you know, over the 10 years. So that's what's given us the motivation to go, you know, who are we today and what are our values? And let's not lose sight of where we've come from. Um, and that that's sort of given us a whole new fresh breath of air. That's going to be very cool. Yeah. Uh, so. And did you know also that in the U.S., the U.S. is actually one of our biggest markets? Yep. Um, I did I, know that. I have friends who, as soon as they found out I created the blog last year, they're like, oh, you got to get – they're like, one of the, you're one of the top ones. And, I've got uh, to, and I got to try the body form briefs a while back. Oh, yeah. That's the those, Egyptian cotton. Those, I'm like – told friends, I was like, I don't care what you do. Go out and get some. I don't care if you have to <laughs> – or I remember the internet, get some of them. I was like, you will be very happy with these. I was like, these just, because I thought, well, they'll be okay. And then I put them on and I'm like, oh, these are good. These are yeah. really good. The fabric was actually knitted by a factory in Austria in Europe. And it's one of the last remaining factories that have what they call a very fine gauge needle. Mm-hmm. And that Egyptian cotton, when you stretch it or when you pull it open, you'll see how much... Um, oh, I don't know. The word for it, knitting, is in it. Mm-hmm. But it is. Um, I can guarantee you, it's a product that's going to last you a long time because I, it's. The, I hope so because it's one product. of my favorite ones now, and I'm like, uh, okay, these I love. These, <laughs> these I wear a lot, so those are good. And I've tried yeah. a couple others, and anytime we get it in, it's like I want it. I want it. So. <laughs> So yeah. Well, one thing we're doing also next year is there's some really cool. Um, well, probably in the first quarter of next year, you're going to start seeing some very sexy. Um, what could I call it? Very classic looks, but the colours and that that we're using are the sort of colours that you wouldn't expect. Yet when you put them on, um, boy, does it it, um, it it doesn't make you stand out, but it makes you look very. Um, very classic, and not a, oh. a white, you know, your classic white, but these are colours that have never really been seen in underwear, so lots of uh-huh. new things. We're definitely going to look for those. 
Yeah, yeah. Very cool. And then one thing I definitely want to talk to you about was your use of video. Because yes. you guys have done, like I told you before we started the podcast, even any other company out there outside of underwear, you do an amazing job with your videos. You get it to promote Thank your you. product. You get it to yeah. announce new products and just have fun videos. Like you did the bull riding one, which was just fun. And there I've reached, I have subscribed through iTunes as well. Yeah. And every time it's like, okay, you got to watch the video. So they are. I, you know that that credit or that that compliment really goes to um, other people in the company. One guy, Kia, who actually is the video producer, and he is a guy with extraordinary talent, a huge level of passion for filmmaking, um, to the point that he actually makes um, his own films in his spare time. But it's, I think, it really qualifies that for us the the brand and what we produce, the bottom line isn't really about, oh, how much money are we going to make? Oh, how many units are we going to sell? It really is about what are we getting out of this? And I've got to say, we're very selfish in that area. And when you look at the videos, even from the creative point of view, it's where we all sit down and Kia's working on it and it'll form and it will shape, but it will be driven purely by the creative um, idea or the concept of what's in mind and we always go I guess to sometimes ridiculous lengths to mm. capture the emotion or the image that we want and in some ways at the end of it we don't really look at it as um, a video that right it's going to sell this product mm. um, we kind of get caught up more in the emotion and the image that it presents um, and some people get annoyed. They go, you know, we just want a very, you know, we want to be able to see the front. We want to be able to see the back. Uh -huh. And, you know, that's it. And you don't need to go to this, you know, level of whiz-bang. And whilst I agree in principle with what they're saying, for us it still is very much a passion. And uh -huh. the videos that are released each week are also a little bit of a story or a journey of ours that we show this very high-end polished look with some of our work. But then also what we really love is showing the reality of what it is we do in the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And that whilst we present ourselves as we don't take it very seriously, we want to show that we are very human, but we're also, we find the fun in what we do. And hopefully other people um, are buying into that concept that it's not, it's not a, a lifeless brand with no soul. It actually is a brand that has a very strong heritage. Did you know how the brand started? Did that I, I was going to ask you. Yeah, that, that's one which a lot of people aren't aware of. What happened was in the year 2000, um, which is when the Olympics came to Australia, mm -hmm. um, for a couple of years before then, I was what you would call a beach bum. And I was a person that was unemployed, um, couldn't get a job, only because no one would employ me. I tried everywhere. No luck. And, and then I used to wear, because I spent a lot of the time down the beach with my mates, um, what surf lifesavers wear, a, a nylon-style swimwear. Yeah. And every year, you know, religiously, I'd go and buy my swimwear, and that, to me, is the start of the summer season. And this one particular year, I went to my shop and found I couldn't buy it. And I was horrified because the only other option was Lycra. 
and which, oh. you know, like the type, yeah, which was like not the look for us. <laughs> and we weren't, I'm not a bawdy sort of guy because I'm very sporting in that. So um, sitting on the beach at Bondi actually is where we all hung out. And we decided, you know, how hard could it be to make a pair of swimwear? And I thought, you know, this is what I can do. I could make some swimwear, sell it to my mates in the morning, and then go to the beach in the afternoon. So, you know, my lifestyle wouldn't be that different because I loved that particular way of living. And I went about it. I'd saved money for a home loan for Australia, in Australia, but because I didn't have a job, it was pointless because I couldn't get a loan for a home. So I, I spent the money, which was about 20000 Australian dollars, so 15 US thousand dollars, and created a, a range of swimwear. And I was selling it to my mates, which was really easy. And then I tried to sell it to retailers in Australia who all rejected the brand and said, that, you know, this will never compete against Speedo and the others. And so I had no other option than to try and sell it overseas. And it was at that time when the internet had crashed. And because I didn't have any money, oh, I spent yeah. my time, you know, I spent my time building an internet site. And so I got all my mates together. And because we couldn't afford models and photographers, um, we did it all ourselves. So all the creative and all the ads you see are still all done by myself um, today. Nice. And it's simply be yeah, so it's simply because I'm the creative one. Um, <laughs> and so the stuff that we did back then, we thought, oh, we'll all shoot ourselves and, you know, create that image. And we were taking, for the lack of a better word, take the piss out of ourselves to show the, the reality of who we are. And little by little, we had one order, then two orders, and it really became our motivation in terms of what it was that we did. And those that brought our swimwear said, well, what are we going to wear in winter? Why don't you make some underwear? And rather than just copy what was done, um, we thought, you know, there's no colour in underwear, which was back mm. in 2002. Yep. True. So it was like, oh, let's, um, let's, let's do some really bright colours and, you know, very classic in style, but just bright colours. And if you look at our range, it's called the classic underwear range. And that was actually the first range that I'd ever produced. And since then, you know, we've learned a hell of a lot and we've evolved the brand and created... I guess, more innovation and got more technical and the quality construction. And today, um, literally everything is done in-house. So we've got Claudia who does the pattern developments and the designs in that area. Um, everything that you see, like the printing on our swimwear and on the board shorts, yeah. all that printing is done in-house. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's really, it's quite, when people come into the company, they're actually quite surprised just how big it is. Um, but also how many people are in here. Because we ship anywhere up to 2,000 unique orders a day, and yeah. it's quite an environment because we, we trade in oh, 13 different languages around the world. Oh. So we have to have people from all different parts of the world working here to deal with the different languages. So it's, um, it's quite interesting at times, to say the least. That sounds it. Wow. Yeah. So that's how the company, yeah, I guess from 10 years ago and then today, we now retail in many of the world's biggest department stores like Selfridges, Plantons, Cutter V, Harvey Nichols, House of mm. Fraser. Um, and we, um, we're not growing for growing sake. I think we're just still doing what we love and hopefully, um, hopefully that will continue for a little bit longer. Um, so we're, we're probably not as 
in, I guess, serious business jeopardy as what some other brands are because of these more tougher economic times. But yeah. because we haven't really ruled by the almighty dollar, um, strangely enough, we haven't been affected. Touch wood. Um, so we kind of, you know, just keep doing what we do. That's cool. Yeah, I've talked to some brands up here I've talked to are doing great. Other ones are okay. Yeah. Other ones aren't so good. So it's kind of, I think men's underwear is one of those last areas that it's kind of not something the guys cut out right away. It's like yeah. later down the road. Because I told a friend of mine, I was like, up here in the States right now, it's if you have money, you're not supposed to show you're spending it. It's like, yes. no, you can't buy a new car. You can't. No, you can't go here. You can't go there. But I told a friend of mine, I was like, well, underwear, no one except for a select few know you got a new pair of underwear. So if you pay <laughs> money for it, no one's going to know. So your other I love that. No one apart from a, a select few. Whoever <laughs> Not you one, but a few. <laughs> a few. So I was like. No one but my party. Exactly. <laughs> but my group. So I was like. So you can still buy underwear and you can pay more for it and nobody will know. Like if you go buy a new shirt, someone's like, oh, that's a new shirt. So Yeah, that's true. Well, we are doing it. Also, we're, we're, we're reacting as well to this because, as you know, uh, well, last year we decided to share, I guess, well, to take some of the brunt off people having to buy a product. And so we introduced free shipping. Um, so it's, we're trying to find ways to be able to help with people and the, you know, like we've got to buy something. Um, but also next year we're introducing ranges that are more cost effective as well. We're not reducing the quality, not reducing any of those areas, but we're simply getting smarter with some of the designs. So it's, it's also in reaction to appreciating no different to people here in Australia is that we've, you know, we've just got to be a bit more responsible in the short term. So creating ranges that when a person pulls down his pants for whatever reason, <laughs> he's, not, he's, not going to be, um, he's not going to be confronted with, oh, how utterly over the top. He'll yes. hopefully be confronted with the um, response that he was looking for. <laughs> yes, we call we term that on our site the gym factor if you go the if you go and what you wear to the gym some guys it's like some days i have friends who go i can't go to the gym today i'm wearing the wrong underwear and i'm going what are you talking about (laughs) you know the funny thing is that our underwear is the most stolen or the swimwear as well is the most stolen item in the gym by a guy the amount of people that have told us you know i put them down and the next thing they were gone that just absolutely blew me away and there was a part of me going and your problem with that is, <laughs> you know, so you're sort of going to be naked for a bit longer than you planned. Well, you know, one person's loss is another person's gain, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm just pondering on that one. That's, that's funny. I didn't yeah, know but that. the other one, I guess the other thing is that maybe people need to work harder for their underwear. So, you know, maybe they need to... Um, find extra ways to be rewarded for or ways things they can do to be rewarded so they can buy more underwear maybe they're just going to be a a bit more creative in their approach to the whole thing very true i keep telling everyone i know it's like buy better underwear you'll love it pick (laughs) some don't buy the cheap stuff it'll change your entire day actually i've got to tell you what is funny sometimes i've been out a couple of times uh, like 
at a club or a dance party or whatever and sometimes people feel the urge to drop their pants and you know or to just weirdly enough which is not an Australian thing but you know just walk around in their underwear and mm-hmm. there have been times where I've been like oh this is just absolutely so cool and there's other times where all I've wanted to do is just get a blanket and go look <laughs> cover yourself <laughs> take it off <laughs> and it's the uh, it's the funniest thing to see my brand on other people in terms of I'll go to the beach or even even stranger is be on the other side of the world and be, I don't know, doing something and someone will walk past wearing my garment and there's a part of me wanting to go, oh, oh, you know, I made that. That's, you know, I designed that. And then I'm thinking, I'd come across like some wacko. Like, <laughs> who are you? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So apologies to anyone that ever gets presented by a person saying, that's really cool. Can I touch that? I made that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that wouldn't be so bad after all. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's a, yeah. Well, I've had stalkers in Australia. That's quite funny. Um, People would send the most unusual things to me. Um, Oh, I've heard from from other underwear companies now. I was like, nothing surprises me anymore. I tell you the one, the one that absolutely blew us away. Which I'll have to. I don't know if Lloyd sent you the photo. We had a person that has had a tattoo done on the side yes. of their arm. Yes, have you seen that? that? Yeah, we posted oh. it on the site. I was like, okay, that's a thing. I know. Somebody had tattooed one of our one of our photo shoots, like um, Toby, and it was the it was it was wow, holy Toledo, and it really looked cool. Like it really looked good. And um, there was another time, and hopefully this person won't be listening, was it was years ago, and somebody said, oh, I'd love to do your logo on my bum. And we were like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, why not, hey. And so we sent him two different options for the logo because we thought, you know, give him a choice. And then when he showed us the photo, he um, strangely enough thought that it was all one logo. One logo. Yeah, so he's he's got the guy, and I haven't had the heart to say to him, "Look, it's actually you've it's actually done point. it wrong," because how do you tell a guy that um, put the tattoo on, and you're going to say, it's "Look, like, you're going to rub one of them off"? <laughs> go to that doctor, and he'll remove it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got to say, some of the photos that we get are, um, boy, some people look amazing. Um, and it's, yeah. It's incredible. Um, and boy, some people shouldn't send me photos. That's also equally. I've heard that from other ones also. They're like, you get some amazing pictures, and then you get some, you're just going, oh, why did I open that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, easy way to turn a guy straight. That's, uh, exactly. That's, <laughs> no, it's, um, it's all very, like, it's all very exciting, and it's all very, um, it's, we're, from, we're, we're very naive as well. Like, we are a very naive country in terms of we, we we don't understand a lot of the things that go on overseas and so when we say things or do things we we can come across quite quite trust quite, trust me being yeah. in the states you don't want to know some of it really <laughs> you're better off oh man no it's quite um yeah it's and it's a, even though we speak english it's um it's also 
trying to like you know there's some real common things that we know how to do well together yes. but there are some things but there are some things that especially for us we're a bit clueless on but i've got to say is there is nothing cooler than seeing um an american in our in our gear as weird as that sounds it's um yes. yeah, never in a million years did we ever imagine that um somebody in another country would be wearing Aussie bump. Um, no, I can tell you that definitely not. <laughs> well, it's definitely getting more popular every year because I've noticed yeah. y'all. Well, there must, there must be a lot of sexy guys out there wearing it to, um, to, to motivate other people too because um, uh, it's a big country, your country. Yes. <laughs> and and then, like, yeah. So, yeah, it's growing every year. I see more and more of it. And wow. It's just getting bigger and bigger, and I tell everyone I know, too. It's like they always ask the top brands, and I'm like, Aussie Bums, one of them, go buy it. You won't be disappointed. Well, also, the other strange thing is that literally in America, you know, like I go into a lot of the department stores and that and have a look at what they're saying, selling, and you guys have got a bum steer. Like, you don't have a big selection. And it's no. very, very conservative, like mm-hmm. very basic and... Um, and then when I see what you guys are ordering online, yes. it's like, yeah, <laughs> go for it. Well, um, our underwear here, like at the big department stores, is pretty much like Calvin Klein, uh, like the big ones, pretty bland. Yeah. Usually you have to go into a lot of the smaller stores to get like anything a little more out there. And basically yeah. online is the best place to get because you know you can get it in your size and not have to worry yeah. about it. But well, the cool thing, yeah, and that's, and that's what I'm discovering now is that Americans are a hell of, hell of a lot smarter than other people that you're not being, like, you, you're not being dictated in terms of this is what you can wear and this is what a buyer in a department store says you should wear. You guys have got your own attitude and you're not looking too bad in what you're choosing either, I've got to say that. And you're looking yep. comparison to another country they're probably a little bit more creative or daring, where Americans still very much love a classic look and a very, a very body-conscious look. Um, but they're, um, they're definitely up there with the rest of the world, that's for sure. Yeah, we're changing, but it's still kind of the same set thing. And I'm like, let's get something fun in here. I'm tired of this. Yeah. Because the 90s were all white, gray, and black. And I'm going, are you kidding me? Yeah. Because the 80s yeah, we were, were the colors. The 80s were colors, and then mm-hmm. the 90s and early 2000s were just nothing, and then finally we got colors back, and I'm like, hallelujah. <laughs> it's like, I'm over this white, gray, and black. Well, it also, like, you know, not that I've ever seen the stuff on the internet or seen any of the webcams in operation or stuff like that, but let me tell you, the Americans aren't doing too bad a job in... Um, in, in putting some character um, underneath those jeans, that and they are giving, giving, giving a whole look and a feel to it. And I, um, I got to say that, um, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a bad look. And uh, and I think where it's headed as well as department stores, you know, are becoming a little bit like magazines. They're all starting to become irrelevant with mm-hmm. the internet. And also, like, you know, you guys can buy a pair of underwear in Australia in Australian dollars at half the price if you were to buy it, say, in your own country. Mm-hmm. And you, you're getting a top-quality product 
at a, at a very affordable price, but you've also got some guarantees, and that is that, you know, if, if there's something wrong with a garment, you can exchange it or you can return it, or if you just don't like it, you can send it back, where in traditional stores, those sorts of policies don't apply. So I think, I think the internet is going to bring about some really big changes in what people buy and the styles they buy as well. I think so too, because here in the States, it used to be mainly gay guys going for the underwear, and now it's kind of branching out to straight guys as well. Yeah. And we'll put it this way. I'm yet to meet a straight guy. So, <laughs> Well, there, there's, we have one on our site who's into underwear, which just yeah. floors, floors me every time. And I have friends, too, and this kind of goes with the straight guys, who will only buy underwear online. They will not go oh. to the store and buy it. And that just – me, I just go buy it, and I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'll buy some strange yeah. things. But there's like – I can't go to the store and buy it. I have to buy it online. So that's I think, another reason underwear is taken off is because they can sit at home and buy it and not have – what's the clerk going to say when I bring this up to the cash register? Yeah, and i got to say that's the part that I was always uncomfortable about because the people in Australia, like when you buy something, they kind of look like your grandmother a little bit. And <laughs> quite frankly, I don't want to be judged when I'm handing something over. And not that I was buying anything, you know, two-way out there, but I don't really want some old lady looking at the style of underwear that I like <laughs> to buy. Um, but then I think what's great is blog sites like yours as well it's really allowing people to get a consensus on this is what's out there, this is what everyone thinks is cool, this is what the attitudes are, and it just allows people to have more choice and also yes. have, a, have a, a more independent opinion of what it's all about as opposed to everyone just trying to sell, sell, sell. And I think it's quite exciting as well that, you know, people can interact with other people mm-hmm. um, and something as uh, something like underwear, as weird as it sounds, it's it's um it's currency where you can use to talk to other people. You've got a common exactly. denominator, and everyone's got to wear underwear, and everyone's got their favourite label. And yep. it's uh, sometimes it's fun to hear about what other people think, and even the straight guys. I know that when um, when they talk to me about the underwear, they want to know about the wonder jock. You know, yes. the truth can make you look bigger. And, <laughs> and those guys are actually more confident and comfortable to um, to get them. Um, they don't talk about you know about the cuts and that. They're more interested in one thing and one thing only, and that is that is this going to give get me laid. It's just going to have people looking at me, and um, I like that. <laughs> I can relate to that. Well, that's kind of the gay boys, too. So. Well, you know how it is. It's like, anyway, you guys are going into winter, so it's hibernation yes. time. So, you know, everyone's got their partner for winter, but when yes. they um, shake off the cold coming into spring, that's when the eyes start moving around again. And, exactly. Um, Seeing if there's anything bigger or better out there. <laughs> <laughs> true, so true. Uh, it's all good. Cool. I don't want to keep you too long today. I That's appreciate right. you taking the but time. It's, no, I appreciate this. Is, actually, you realize you're the first person that, because um, we do a lot of stuff in Australia, like we, um, we, we, for one reason or another, are always on TV or on stuff about what we've yeah. done. But what I think is fantastic is that you're actually getting out there and talking to the real people that 
create this image and allowing your viewers or listeners to also see the brand again from a different point of view, not just from a pretty picture. Yeah. So, um, yeah, have- this is it's, it'd be interesting. <laughs> We definitely want to have you back on. I'd love to talk to you more about how you come up with some of your designs or what some of your inspirations are so we could do that for another one. That would be yeah. great because I've learned working in underwear the past year with the blog. There are some very interesting stories about how things come about. Yes. So, and it just yes. amazes me. I was like, I never knew that. That's so cool. <laughs> well, actually, well, yeah, well, I guess it's it's um, it's you, you kind of – a lot of a lot of brands create these false images about things, and sometimes you do start to question: Is that for real? And is that really mm-hmm. true? And when you scratch a bit beneath the surface, what I actually find more interesting is the reality of it, as mm-hmm. to why did that come about? And I actually find that far more exciting than to hear just a load of baloney, because because um, it's yeah, it's, it's it's far cooler to hear about the real reason um exactly. and some of the products that we make are just honestly they're just stupid <laughs> but, but we we do it just because it amuses us <laughs> stupid can be fun so that's well like, well like catch it catch of the day you know the truth is we made it simply because we had a model we wanted to see what he looked like in it you know <laughs> let's just cut to the chase yeah, man, I'm not so much. Yeah, you know, let's let's not mince words here. So, no, it's good that it's good that there's people around like yourself that are going to keep us honest and um, hey, <laughs> just say it like it is. Hey, you're just a man after my own heart because I would have done the exact same thing. Well, yeah, Jeez, you know, don't tell me, you know, don't, don't ever point an underwear designer to me and say, oh, that guy's so straight. It's like, get out of here. Come on. <laughs> Spend it all that time looking at that region. Don't for one minute start playing the whole, you know, don't ask, don't tell line. <laughs> get alive. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord. Anyway, look, it's good talking with you, and thank you, you for your time as well. Well, thank you for taking the time of your schedule, and hopefully we'll get All you right. back on soon. And uh, right, just keep up the good work. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Sean, and it was a lot of fun to do, as you can tell. So we're working on a few more podcasts coming up soon. And as always, we'd love your feedback. So just email us at info at underwearnewsbriefs.com or check out the blog, which is underwearnewsbriefs.com. And uh, send us your questions, comments, anything else you want to know. If you have any suggestions for an upcoming podcast or questions for a company, we'll definitely keep them on file and ask them when we get them. And we'll give you credit for the question. So enjoy and look for another podcast coming soon as i say as soon as we get them we're putting them out so i recorded this one about an hour ago and it's going out now so have a great week and keep reading the blog and look for our upcoming anniversary giveaway in october so that's october 2009 we've been in business one year so enjoy and we will talk to you soon bye